1: There's no such thing as questions, just hidden answers. Stay tuned to PH Murder Stories as we revisit the inconceivable crimes that exist. Some listeners may find the following content of PH Murder Stories highly disturbing due to its graphic nature. PH Murder Stories does not condone nor promote violence in all sorts. Listener's discretion is advised.
0: Echahin na si Melody Pag maalaman kita na maamakabit mo ang mabit sila Anak si Mama May napuhalin Bakit pinagpantaan inahasa na sila sila binubuwoy nila ang pagkatao nila ma'am kaya mam binubuwoy lang po namin ma'am ang prinsipyo namin dinala po nila dinala po sila sa resort at doon sila halinhinan pinagtulungan ng mga humuli sa kanila mga pulis ito sir yung sila lang po sila ngari kaya nga hindi kami naglera Colonel Dizon Edison good, good afternoon sir good afternoon, po kernel uh, ito po yung may kinalaman sa kaso po ni Fabel Pineda yung pong uh, batang ginad uh, at uh, pinaslang Kausap po namin kanina si Colonel Tagao. Uh, ang sabi niya po, Colonel, yung pong mga sospek ay nasa kusudira po ng region. Eh ang reklamo po kasi, Sir, nitong nanay ng yes, biktima, sir. eh yung isa daw dun sa sospek, pagalagala lang daw po sa palengke at nakakalabas daw. So baka, Sir, through you, we will make sure na hindi po nakakalabas talaga dyan sa headquarters ito pong mga sospek, Colonel. Nais nice ko pong ipalam na uh, ito po yung
1: first day ko dito sa Pro-1. Okay. Tapos uh, yung uh, concern
0: po ay uh, i-durable check po natin yan sir at uh, ipapaalam natin sa inyo kung ano yung uh, uh, totoo dahil uh, back, uh, yung report na na nakarating ay uh, un- unverified
1: po sir. So we will inform you po sir. On July 3, 2020, The Kabugaw Municipal Police Station filed murder cases before the Ilocos Sur provincial prosecutor against two of their colleagues in the ambush of Fabel Pineda, a 15-year-old girl who filed acts of lasciviousness against one of the suspects. Former Philippine National Police Chief Archie Gamboa said he wants the stiffest penalty for the two cops, identified as Police Staff Sergeant Randy Ramos, and Police Staff Sergeant Marawi Torda, who are both assigned at the San Juan Municipal Police Station in Ilocos Sur. They are currently under restrictive custody at the Ilocos Sur Police Provincial Office in Bantay Town while awaiting further disposition by the court. Gamboa ordered the Police Regional Office 1 Director to provide security to the 18-year-old rape victim and her family and ensure the availability of all PNP prosecution witnesses in court proceedings to expedite the murder trial simultaneous with summary administrative procedures. Rape charges were also filed against Ramos by the 18-year-old cousin of Fobel. According to San Juan Police Chief Benjamin Raquedan, the two cops were disarmed and brought to the holding area of the Provincial Police Office while investigations were being conducted. But these truths were left minimally covered by the lens of a distracted media, while Fabel Pineda suffered her grievous misfortune with her killers. The largest media network in the country was shut down by lawmakers, after the Philippine Congress voted not to renew its franchise. After 13 hearings, The Legislative Franchise Committee of the House of Representatives, whose members were mostly allied with the administration, denied the renewal of the application of ABS-CBN to broadcast. The network ceased operations of its free TV and radio channels by government order after its 25-year franchise expired on May 4, 2020, while the country was dealing with the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. President Rodrigo Duterte has accused ABS-CBN of bias, including favoring a political opponent in the 2016 election, and had earlier warned that he would not allow the renewal of its franchise. The government has accused ABS-CBN of illegally operating a cable channel, as well as hiding behind what was called a corporate veil, that allowed foreign investors to own part of the firm which was denied by the company. The congressional hearings also shed light on other shortcomings of the network, including unfair labor practices and the lack of self-regulation. But this lack of attention was not able to hinder the anger of the netizens. justiceforfabel went viral on multiple social media platforms particularly on Twitter Philippines, calling the attention of the authorities for the victim to attain justice for her gruesome murder. Meanwhile, lawmakers joined this widespread campaign. Senator Richard Gordon condemned this remorseless killing. He said, quote, "...it is abhorrent, it has never been and should never be acceptable." That we allow our citizens to be killed mercilessly, we must not allow the victim to be turned into just another statistic. Unquote. On the other hand, the Makabayan bloc, a coalition of progressive parties in the House of Representatives, is calling for an investigation through House Resolution Number 1028, which directs the House Committee on Women and Gender Equality to conduct an urgent investigation on the case of the 15-year-old victim and recommend measures to strengthen existing laws to protect women and give justice to victims of men in uniform. The United Nations International Children's Fund also called for justice for the mournful incident. In a statement, UNICEF urged the government to increase the institutional capacity particularly on the level of local police force and barangay workers, with regards to the implementation of the law involving child-sensitive protocols. But these calls were totally different from a grieving mother, who endured working far away to provide a bright future for her daughter. Blessy Torres appealed through her tears for help from the government in bringing Fabel's killers to jail. Torres was a domestic helper in Kuwait for years, and went home with over 300 other repatriates from Kuwait. After learning that her precious daughter was killed by the protectors of the people, she said, quote, Anak, naka ako, nandito na ako, makikita kita, bangkay ka na. unquote. But before seeing her lovely child for the last time, Torres will have to face the painful realities brought by the COVID-19 pandemic by undergoing a mandatory 14-day quarantine before returning to Ilocosur, despite her plea to exempt her from the requirement. The Department of Labor and Employment and the Philippine Red Cross fast-tracked the process which allowed her to arrive at their hometown earlier than expected. But upon getting to Cabugao, she found that her barangay was locked down because of quarantine protocol, so the wake had to be limited to a few visitors. On July 22, Fabel Pineda was buried at the Cabugao Cemetery. White balloons were released as per the superstition that the prayers of the dead would follow the 15-year-old. The entourage started at their house in Kabugao at 7.30 a.m. The funeral carriage used was the traditional carriage with glass walls and white balloons. Only relatives and close friends walked the procession, while the rest rode in their vehicles with most wearing black or white t-shirts and the words Justice for Fabel printed in front. The procession stopped at St. Mark the Evangelist Church at the town plaza where more of the townspeople arrived. The burial ended before noon. Fabel Pineda was only a 15-year-old girl from a far-flung area in the province of Ilocosur that was heartlessly taken away by her assailants that took an oath to serve and protect their countrymen. Her mother, Blessy Was a typical migrant worker who was forced to work in the Middle East to suffice her family's needs. Unfortunately, she came home knowing that somebody murdered her daughter. Meanwhile, the current geopolitical and societal issues amid the COVID-19 pandemic has raised concerns around the world because of widespread police brutality. From racial injustice in the United States, to Hong Kong losing its judicial independence through mainland China's intervention, the Philippines is currently facing similar problems that remain unanswered. Since President Rodrigo Duterte came into power in 2016, human rights activists have criticized the current administration for promoting misogyny brought by a machismo character that may have inadvertently empowered some police officers to be capable of getting away with inflicting violence. Those ruthless law enforcers are targeting alleged criminals and sexually harassing and raping vulnerable women. In the course of Fabel Pineda's murder, the country's attention was directed to the largest television network's fight to renew its legislative franchise in the House of Representatives. Previously, President Duterte has shared his displeasure with ABS-CBN due to alleged political problems during the 2016 national elections. However, despite the alleged threat of endangering the country's freedom of speech, the mainstream media failed to expose Fabel Pineda's case, mainly because of politically motivated reasons. We can only hope for the media's presence to help pressure the country's judicial and law enforcement agencies to bring Fabel Pineda's slaying to justice. We live in a society that teaches women to be careful not to get raped, instead of teaching men not to rape. Ph Murder Stories seeks to use this platform to bring awareness to Fabel Pineda's murder and stop police brutality and violence against women and children. Stay tuned to our next case, as we revisit a first-year law student's death through hazing. For further updates, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at PH Murder Stories, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, PH Murder Stories. This podcast is brought to you by review Visuals. Did you like this episode? Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or if you're listening in other platforms, kindly send us a review on our Facebook page or send us a tweet. You can also share our podcast to your Instagram and Facebook stories through Spotify. Your support would significantly benefit PH Murder Stories to produce more quality content. We're also inviting you to join our Facebook group, PH Murder Stories, The Verdict, and participate in our bi-weekly discourse about true crime, both local and international. This group is a safe space for true crime and mystery fans like us who want to engage in thorough discussions about the subject. See you there, suspects. The Verdict is in your hands. See you there.
0: One of the most gruesome murders towards an overseas Filipino worker happened in 2016 when authorities from Kuwait discovered the body of a missing Filipina placed in a freezer at an abandoned apartment. The gruesome discovery of her remains sent shockwaves across the OFW community. In 2007, a young mother fighting for custody of her two daughters suddenly disappeared. Two years later, she was found cemented inside a drum, dumped in the waters of Navota City, Metro Manila, after a valid testimony of a disgruntled witness who later on recanted his story and became missing up to this date. At midnight of July 18, 2002, a 32-year-old British businessman was found murdered at his apartment in Makati City, Metro Manila. For years, the case would go unsolved while his mother battled to piece together the clues of his death. Want to hear the rest of these sensational true crime stories? Subscribe as a Prime Suspect at our Patreon page and get one bonus exclusive case every month for only $5. Patreon is a way to join your favorite creators community and pay them for making the stuff you love. You can now pay a few bucks per month or per post that the creator makes. For more updates, please visit our website at phmurderstories.com, subscribe to our YouTube channel, PHMurder Stories, and follow our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at phmurderstories.